Welcome to the Frosch Effect Podcast. We believe that even though living an extraordinary life doesn't come easy or without challenges, it is your birthright. It's about becoming the best version of yourself and discovering your purpose by connecting with the world around you through honest conversations, encouragement, and a healthy dose of laughter. If you're like us and you walk into Target for a bottle of shampoo and you emerge victorious with a cart full of all the things you didn't know you needed, like a new shower curtain, a candle, the whole magnolia line, a clearance sweater, and a new pair of shoes, you're in the right place. Regardless of the topic, we promise you'll leave better than you came with more than you bargained for. I'm Casey Stout. And I'm Kristen Smith. We're the mother-daughter mompreneurs behind BB Froche, and this is The Froche Effect. Today we have a super special guest, Sumptuous Living founder and lifestyle expert, Mandy Landefield. Mandy believes you can have it all and not lose your mind in the process. Mandy does TV and stage appearances across the country, sharing cocktail, cooking, and design inspiration to make everyday easier. Mandy appears every other Friday on NBC's Atlanta & Company and can be seen on the Food Network, People Magazine, Country Living, Huffington Post, and more shows across the U.S. making audiences feel like they're hanging out with their best friend. Mandy is one of the most accomplished kick-butt girl bosses we know. Welcome, Mandy. Hello. Hello, Mandy. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. We just gave a huge rundown of your many accomplishments, which is basically enough to fill an entire podcast episode on its own. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're seriously amazing. <laughs> You're so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> well, we feel, we feel pretty special because we actually know you in person, so... We feel like you are right. celebrity status and we feel lucky. We and fell we in love hard, house. real easy. It was love at first sight, pretty much. It was love Aww. at first plate of food is what it was. I think it was, sure it I was. brought you girls some food. Okay, yeah, okay, so the secret's out. Mandy feeds us very, very well. So we Thank automatically you. love her. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. So it's easy. And especially we get a treat of getting to see each other, at least on occasion around the U.S. So it's fun. I know. It makes going to Atlanta super fun, for sure. No, especially when you um, stay with me. I know, exactly. So, well, we'll get into that a little bit later, too. Mm-hmm. But we've actually, here's the thing. Mandy has, um, Mandy's one of those people that walks the walk and talks the talk. In other words, you know, right. you, Mandy, you give this feeling of um, just being just kind of your best friend. And you don't just give that feeling when we're out and about. But like, you, like we said, you invited us. We stayed in your home. Mm-hmm. And that was, that's pretty phenomenal. You don't get that with a, with a lot of people. Yeah. I but, just believe that everyone, we're all a village, no matter whether we're raising kids or we're just trying to get through our Monday or we are trying to get dinner on the table and, you know, things are going insane in our household. It, it We're all chicas together and we all can lift each other up and, and everyone is going to make it through the day. Nobody's going to need therapy. That's one of my big things is like, are they going to need therapy? No, they're not going to need therapy. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody going to need therapy now. So get on with it. It's okay. And there's always Cheerios. And in my house, there's always Cheerios and bourbon in the pantry. So if you mess up a recipe, who cares about that either, right? <laughs> so it's fine. It's all right. So is there no wonder that we love Mandy, right? <laughs> so Mandy, tell us what exact, exactly Sumptuous Living is. 
So sumptuous living is about how to have it all and not lose your mind in the process, whether you're living your day in yoga pants and workout wear, or if you're, you know, putting on a suit and headed to the office. That's me. Mandy knows me so well. (laughs) That's that's me. I had to go and and go to a design conference and had to get dressed three or four full days in a row and looking cute. I'm like, that's a lot of face. I had to put my face on like a lot, you know, (laughs) or after TV, whenever I do a TV appearance, I've got a lot of face on, you know, I'm like, I feel like I got to take my face off. So, um, and then, and we all deserve like easy, approachable, you know, dinners that rock and will blow your face off because that's what my food does, but that you can legit get done in 20 minutes and you actually can make it yourself. Or you deserve a house that totally functions how you function, looks amazing. You didn't spend a college, um, you know, tuition to make it get done. And all of us can do all of that if we just take some pressure off of ourselves. You know, we all deserve trips that are memorable for our kids. We all, (laughs) I deserve a great cocktail. I just do. So, I mean, like, (laughs) these are all the things that... all. Whatever is your mojo, there are really way great ways to make it and make it fabulous and sumptuous and meaty and like, mm, like, you know, something juicy you want to sink your, your fingers into and that you can actually do it because it's not about comparing yourselves to each other. It's about being your best life for yourself and curating that best life for yourself and owning it, whether you're doing it with your eye makeup smudged and you are, have <laughs> two different shoes on, who cares? Nobody cares. I still... I keep thinking that you are specifically referencing me, Mandy, because you've actually done that. You've actually gone to Sam's Club with two different shoes. I have. Oh, I my goodness. To do both. See, I wear a size 12, so my closet might have a few less shoes in there. It's me and the WNBA all, like, scoping each other out at Nordstrom Rack because I'm six foot one and my feet are huge. So I, I don't know. <laughs> it's well, pretty funny. I love that your personality is as big as your feet. And your yes, it is. That's I- my new tagline. That's hilarious. Well, one of the things I, that I love that you just talked about, um, because a lot of times we, we hear, oh, you can have it all. And you think, oh, I really can't. But I told, I told everybody earlier, we've actually stayed in your home. And when I first walked into your home, not only was it just absolutely amazing. I mean, you're, you're so talented with decorating and things like that, but I immediately felt at home. Welcome. And we walked into the kitchen and you had all kinds of stuff going on. And not once did you ever get the, uh, give off the impression that it was frantic. Um, right. How do you do that? Because when I have, I'm going to be honest, when I have people over, over, I mean, this is what my kids say, mom, are we having people over? Why are we cleaning the house? <laughs> so, and I'm frantic. So how do you pull that off and not be frantic? Because I don't care if what I'm not worried about what other people are thinking. I have, I, I have not ever been someone who is worried about being judged or are they going to think it looks pretty or they think it's going to, you know, be perfect because there is no perfect and everyone. And quite frankly, you're coming over to my house. You ain't doing the dishes. Pretty sure I just handed you a drink. Uh, you know, I mean, like, there's all these things that you're already ahead of the game, you know? So why uh-huh. would you ever complain? You're about to eat some really great food. It, it just does not matter if there is, um, now I also, I, I'm a pretty organized person. So there's, and I, 
I invest my kids in, in, you know, helping out with stuff, but I've got, you've met my kids. They're, they're very, a tall and big, <laughs> they're busy, <laughs> but you know, we have a put away basket on the stairs that when I'm tidying up, it's not like I'm going and putting it all back and I'm going crazy about it. I'm, I've put it in the basket or when you're entertaining, run take an empty laundry basket, run around the house and put all the crazy stuff. So you're not doing yourself mm-hmm. running ragged throughout the house to go ahead and make everything completely perfect. Fill a laundry basket, put it on top of the dryer, shut the laundry room door, deal with it tomorrow. And then now you can enjoy your, your mm. people tonight, you know, and yes. you don't have to go out and replant your whole front yard. People put all this pressure on themselves when they're hosting that they have to get this project done and this project done and this project done. And nobody, nobody really cares. They care about whether your house smells good. So light a candle. They care about (laughs) (laughs) if there's clutter everywhere, here comes the laundry basket and they care about enjoying you. And so if you have, if you're exhausted before you're even hosting people and letting them get in the door, then what good is the, is the time together going to be, you know, because you put too much pressure on yourself and your friends, if they're your friends, they don't care about all that stuff. That is such good advice. And I surround myself with people like you guys that I know they don't care because of the same kind of, you know, y'all wouldn't want me to judge you if I was walking in your house. And so likewise. It's so true. Yeah. It's so true. You're totally right. Now, actually, I wasn't going to go this direction just yet (laughs) because you brought it up. No, I wanted to actually say something because you brought up your kids and you Mm -hmm. talked about um, them a little bit. One of the things that we noticed about you and your kids is your kids are probably some of the most respectful kids we have ever met. Aww. And, as, you know, so many times, um, you know, you, you see a mom who's, I mean, you really are doing it all, Mandy. You've got so much going on. And a lot of times the family kind of gets, you know, right. neglected a little bit, but not in your household. Your kids are just incredible. How did you manage that? Thank you. Well, I fight every battle till I bleed. <laughs> Thank you for the honesty. <laughs> I am not a pick your battles kind of chick. I am like every single time. I mean, I think Drew was 15 and still eating with his stinking mouth wide open. I'm like, dude. <laughs> like, seriously, it's been like 12 years. Please let okay. me stop. <laughs> It's like relentless. Yeah. No, I fight every battle till I bleed. And, and, but we, we even had to come up with our own sign language for like when we were at, um, at gatherings so that if they had food on their face, I would do a wrap, like run my finger in a circle over their (laughs) face from across the room. I could tell that they had food on their face or if they needed to make sure to go and say thank you as we were leaving a party, I used the sign language for thank you from across the room. I'd go, Drew, and then I'd just make the sign language or if if, um, Grant or Gracie needed to, when someone was talking to them, just remind them to have good manners. And we're we're from the South, so we do say yes, ma'am, and yes, sir, but it's not like like militaresque. It's not every other. It's just in replacement of yeah. If I call you and you say yeah, you know, uh uh-uh. It better be ma'am, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I just I do a, an could... M in a sign language with my, and we have a, t- a family meeting. Okay. We need a new, 
letter for the fact that someone's being obnoxious at a party and needs to tone it down. So we go in like, <laughs> let's do a big O. I mean, you know, it's just family, family, our little family sign language from across the room. But they, the, the way that I have helped feed that is every time I got a compliment, which will be after this, after I chat with you, I will tell the kids because they love that positive reinforcement that, you know, I was talking with so-and-so and they just said, they just, we're so impressed by you guys and that made me feel so proud and that, thank you so much. And I really, really, really appreciate you guys being on your best behavior when you're somewhere, you know? So I also believe that you get what you allow. Uh-huh. That is, well, I live by, they're not going to need therapy and you get what they allow. <laughs> what you allow. So if you, if when we were in, in, in Walmart and you see this kid pitching a fit, I would literally stop my cart and I'm like, do you see that child? Yes, ma'am. What is that child doing <laughs> pitching a fit? And do we pitch fits in this family? No, ma'am, we do not. <laughs> and I'm like, that's right. I'm sorry well, for your misfortune, but it is my educational opportunity that I have got <laughs> to take advantage of. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I try to do it out of earshot at least, to not be a total <laughs> Well, I love that. I love that what you added on the tail end of it, that the part that you give back to them. Now, Mm -hmm. I actually noticed this about you, too, because, um, well, I I didn't notice this part, but I love that you you mentioned it, how important it is to let them know how you appreciate and when they did a good job. But um, I've also noticed that you put a lot of yourself into your kids with their rowing and just, yes. you know, some of the different things they have going on that you're so very involved. And so it makes sense that um, they know that you care about them. You can tell. Yeah. I was at a, at a board meeting for a women's organization. I was um, in the other night and we were all sitting around. Here's all these incredibly accomplished women in the culinary industry, all standing, sitting around and talking about the things that they do for work and what their companies are and all that kind of stuff. But part of the introductions is we were all supposed to say something that we just passionately love in life. And when they got around to me and I explained about my lifestyle brand and what I do and TV and all that kind of stuff. And then the thing that I love, I'm like, I love watching my kids row. I love it. I will follow them all over the now it will be the country and the world because Gracie is on an incredible path, but um, I just, I, I love it. I love, I love the second they walk in the door and they vomit all of the stuff that happened on the water that day. They're like this seat, and that coach and this kind of stuff. Me. And they just yeah, vomit it all, you know, all the information, all the good stuff, not like bad vomit, but like, I mean, good vomit. <laughs> I know. And it's, and, and I have other parents who, who are like, well, you're just lucky that you have a girl who will tell you all that stuff. And I'm like, uh-uh, Drew talks more than Gracie does half the time. I mean, you, we, I had to train them to do that. It's kind of like, you don't just inherit a child that perfectly naps or sleeps through the night. No, baby, you got to put in the work. You got to, you got to train them to do that stuff. So every day when they came in, because they know that I, I want to hear about it and I'm invested in what they're doing. And, and it just kind of, I don't know, it would be sad not to know and understand the language. It's a whole different language rowing is, which I think you guys even just being in our house for, you know, 48 hours, half learned half of the jargon as you were there. So right. it's like, you know, it's a whole different thing. And, and with every sport or with every activity in our house, it doesn't matter what you, what you do. Everyone has to have an activity or one will be appointed for you. And it does not matter <laughs> What kind of an, it could be, you could be the world's best cross stitcher, you know, I don't care what you are, <laughs> but you have to have an activity that you're passionate about that like is, is bigger than you. 
and takes it more, you know, you have to have something that is bigger than you, that you contribute to, that you help lift other people and that you get lifted up by other people. And you have, because kids can't just have, have school in their day and they can't, you know, and that activity cannot be video games. I mean, that cannot, I mean, unless you're going to start like coding them, which would be a different activity of passion that you're lifting somebody up. But I mean, other than that, I mean, you have have to have an activity or one will be able, and it, it has been appointed when they have not come up with their, I mean, and then thankfully um, for Drew and Drew's case, that, that appointed vision became his passion and now he's going to go do it on in college. But yeah, I believe in that. I believe in having things that are bigger than yourselves. I love that. I, that was what I was going to go back to the, the point that you said, something that's bigger than yourself, something that you're contributing to as mm-hmm. well. It, that makes, that makes a big difference than just having something to do right. for the sake of doing it. Right. That could lead to a leadership opportunity that could lead to you um, creating new experiences for others or making change within an organization that contributes to you seeing yourself in new challenges and having to get over a hurdle that you didn't know whether you could do. I mean, there's just so many different opportunities that, that things, um, activities like this, not necessarily just rowing, but anything, it could be debate. It could be anything. It could be the world's best cross stitcher. I don't care. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Something that looks bigger. Yeah. I, I love that. Well, and it just makes it so, um, it's not all about you, you know, for your kids, especially it's not all about you. We're going to shift gears for just a second. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell us, Mimi, like how you got started with sumptuous living. Where did it came? Where did it come from? Well, did- the design aspect, because we, so I do interior design, cooking, cocktails, and entertaining in general, with some aspects of travel. But um, so our interior design brand, which we do about six to eight houses at a time here, we have a full-on design office and a full team of contractors and, and um, interns and design assistants and stuff like that. So we're very, very busy in, on the design aspect. And that literally all started because my degree is in hospital administration. I was pre-med and going to oh. go to med school. I did okay, not wait, go to I interior design. I did not design. know that. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. I did not That's go to like... culinary school and I did not go to interior design school. I am completely oh, self-taught. No, on my own. Yeah, that was one of the things that we wanted to talk to you about is how mm-hmm. you got to where you are and is this where you thought you were going to be? So I guess you're, you're answering that right now. Yeah, so we were, so I moved to Atlanta and we did, I, I had a house and I was doing it on a budget as a, a young, um, you know, wife and, and mom and I was doing this house on, you know, a shoestring like all of us are doing and the house did not look like that. It looked you know, way more expensive than it was. And one neighbor after another neighbor asked me to come over and take a look at their house and just start, you know, giving them my input of what I thought I would do. And then that turned into, it no longer was my friends and neighbors. It was actually friends of friends, you know, and that kind of thing. And so that was like, this is turning into a business. I kind of like how Kristen with you guys, with the, with the BB Froche, with the, the chalk paint stuff, it was kind of like, I was just going to say, this sounds really That's how so many of us, you know, get started. We find a passion. We realize that we're good at something there's a talent and a key there and it becomes a valuable asset to not just people within our own circle and so when that expands past your circle then you need to start looking at it as a business situation right so I started doing um helping people with houses and and figuring out and my plan always was not to be a high-end 
designer because that is not my mojo. It's not the air that I breathe. It's not how I live. I am a very practical. I can make anything look pretty, but it does not do any good to make it look pretty if it doesn't function. And and so uh-huh. and and a house so does good. not need to for it doesn't need to cost a million dollars to look great. There are so many clever ways to make it look really fantastic and durable. And especially you don't need a $3,000 rug when you have two dogs and two kids in diapers and that it's just silly. It's ridiculous. So I am a definitely a cheaper chicken kind of girl when it comes to that. And then at the same time, I had a girlfriend who we had hosted over for, you know, I'm always hosting people over for dinner and, um, but it's all very, just come over. I'm still in my sweatpants. I ain't getting pretty. I'm just going to feed you kind of dinner. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I had, I would have friends that we would have friends over and their kids and have them all come over. And I had served them fish so many times because we're from Louisiana and I just love to eat fish. And she said, I'm going to host a bunch of girlfriends come over. I'm going to get all the wine and all the drinks and everything. And I need you to teach us how to make fish. You're going to make us, you're going to make fish three ways. You're going to figure out how much it's going to cost for all the ingredients, whatever. And just tell me how much and everyone will pitch in and you're going to throw us a big cooking class because no one knows how to cook fish like you do. I've never had it. And you make it look so easy every time we're over here because you're still, I'm always still cooking. I don't have everything completely yes. ready when everyone's getting in there. It's still a process because I'm chatting. You're going to wind up in the kitchen anyways. You might as well still be getting your stuff done. So and I can vouch for that. Yeah. That is absolutely yeah. 100% true. So then, of course, everyone who came to that little cooking class, all of them wanted to host something. And then all of their friends, and then we hosted at their party, then all their friends wanted to host something. And so that started and built up. And then I wound up teaching cooking classes at a local cooking school here because I just called them up and I'm like, okay, I've already done this. That's not too far of a stretch. Let me call them up and tell them what I can do. And I just sold myself on it, you know? And then the next thing I was working, I had met, um, through contacts, met someone else who was actually even higher up another amazing woman who was a food stylist and director of Atlanta food and wine here. And so I had talked to her and talked to her about all that I had done before as far as cooking stuff and, and how much I also am passionate about cocktails. And the next thing I know, I am the director of mixology for Atlanta Food and Wine Festival for the next six years. Oh, my God. <laughs> six years? Oh, my God. But, I, you know, and then the same thing with TV. I, I went and looked up a, um, a producer on a, a local TV show. And I'm like, I'm doing all this on a regular stage. You know, it's not that much different on TV. Here's all the things that I do and write about. Why don't we see about getting a segment on you? I mean, you just got to believe and own who you are and who let someone else tell, you no. you can't ever get anywhere if you never ask the questions that you're looking for. And if, wow. and if you let someone else tell, you no, what are you going to, what, what's going to happen if they tell you no? So what, you're not going to need therapy, right? I mean, that's the same thing as <laughs> nobody going to need therapy. So it's just the word no. <laughs> And then you go and at, you tweak it and ask again. And so like now we're on a, I'm on a, a tour. Um, I'll be doing a couple of, of conferences, International Association of Culinary Professionals, and then also Haven here, a conference here in Atlanta, where I'm, I'm speaking to that of how to get yourself on TV. How did, what does it take? What does it take about, you know, getting a segment or pitching a producer and having the confidence to do that? How do you take your brand and put it on television and then how, you know, all the aspects of being on TV. But uh, I just, I never, I never thought I couldn't do anything. 
Oh, I love that. Uh, yeah, I love that too. And let somebody else tell you. Yeah, I'd like to see the someone perfect. tell me that I can't do something. Go ahead. Not with those size <laughs> 12 shoes. <laughs> it does help that I'm six foot one. I mean, confidence. <laughs> My sister says that both of us were up in heaven waiting to come down and, uh, and there were a hundred confidence beads. And because I'm the oldest, I got to come down first and I took 99 of them and left her with one. <laughs> <I like laughs> Poor that. little Pookins. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you talked a little bit about some of the TV things you do mm-hmm. and, um, but you're also a brand ambassador for like some pretty big companies. Like yes. You talked about Home Goods and Boston Market mm-hmm. and Bumblebee Tuna and Stirrings. And I mean, there's so many out there. Like, how did those kinds of things come about? I literally, I mean, nothing has come to me that I waited for someone to hand over. I have gone and. Oh, wait, say that again. Nothing has come to me that I waited for someone else to hand over to me. If you want wow. something, you go and find it. There are ways for you to find an email address for, you know, for anyone at Home Goods and so you or or whatever brand you want to focus on and and you go ahead and you look them up and you can find it and you create a a, a great sell and a pitch and you convince them that you are the most amazing thing that you have ever you know, that they have ever seen. And there's reasons that you're an expert in your field. And these are all the things that you've done. And these are all the things that you have, you know, to offer and, and, and you own who you are and you don't be intimidated by everyone's going to fail. And it does not matter how you fail. It's how you learn from the failures and how much better you get beyond that. Because I've always been someone who mistakes are never a problem for me. I own that I have mistakes. Everyone does. But I am a make it right, make it better kind of a person. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. never shirk from a mistake or, or a lesson to be learned. But I'm never going to make that mistake again because I'm going to make it right and make it better. I'm going to learn from all those. And that builds confidence within yourselves. When you embrace and you acknowledge all the things that you have to learn, then it makes you more confident in the, in the things that you have learned. And so uh-huh. whenever I approach a brand, I... I tell them here are all the visuals, you know, all the reasons why I can do what I, I have done in the past and what I have ideas to do in the future. And, mm-hmm. um, but I have sought out every TV, every, if it's TV in, in California, if it's TV in, um, in Boston, if it's TV in Florida, if it's TV in Dallas, it's TV every, everywhere here in Atlanta, my, I'm a regular here on NBC every other Friday, and I got that myself because no one's going to give you – it's not just going to land on your doorstep. Right. There's so many people who want to be a brand ambassador, and they think that because of their their existence on Instagram or what have you or on their website that it's just going to start flooding in once you put enough posts, and I, I can tell you it's not. I mean, maybe you'll get some, but the really great ones that have been incredible partnerships for me – have all come from me going out and getting it for myself. And it's that confidence of selling yourself that makes them believe you. I'm so glad you said that, especially kind of in this day and age. And I'm a little bit older. So, you know, social media didn't exist back when I was getting my degree. Um, But me either, um, though. I mean, we're the same age. Well, but that's what I'm yeah. saying is, is I think nowadays, a lot of times people think, hey, as long as I've got a, got, got a good following on Instagram or social media, then I'm good to go. But 
you really do, like I said earlier, you really walk the walk and talk the talk. Mm -hmm. You are out there, it sounds like pounding the pavement and going after exactly what you want. You have a really clear picture of what you want ahead of time. Well, and I have a new goal for this. I mean, I still have major goals. I I want my own show. It's gonna oh, happen. Could. We'd all watch. Oh that. my god! Oh my god! Oh, Would that not be so much fun? Oh my god! <laughs> be so much fun. Should I be a guest on your show? Yes. <laughs> so I'll I, be your audience clapping for you. Yes. So yeah. I, you know, and I and I know myself. So I was. I, I'm very much like I want a Netflix or a Bravo. I know the the brand of the TV that would work with you know kind of my edginess, and um. And my occasional love of a cuss word. So my kind of, I I am working so hard. I'm sweating. (laughs) 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 And, you know, I mean, so that is all the, all I, all the, the networks that I I have folk, although I think network TV, like main network TV is, has, you know, kind of lightened up a little bit now, but at the same time, it's kind of, I, I'm, that's my passion this year is, is I've set goals and I'm going to be doing the same processes of how I have gotten myself in the situations and the great relationships that I've, I've started so far. Now I'm going to take that same kind of track and apply it bigger and better and work on hopefully, um, having a show on a major network. So that is. Okay. First of all, I love that. I had, I did not know. Um, It doesn't surprise me at all, but what I really love is that you said you're still setting goals. You're still reaching for more and you're using the skills and abilities that you have developed to get the things that you already have. Well, I mentioned Drew's Um, going to college, right? I'm going to be broke like tomorrow. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I know what that's like. Oh my God. I'm kidding. Well, um, that actually brings me to one of the questions that I wanted to ask you, and you kind of addressed it a little bit, but, and and I don't know if you listened to one of our recent podcasts, Manny, and maybe you've read the book, but what is your why? Ah, I was listening to that the other day, actually. (laughs) Yeah. So um, my why for why I do all that I do is um, allowing all of us to feel like it's okay to do what, how things, how we do it and to get more out of it. So my why is empowerment. My why Mm -hmm. is empowering normal chicks to not feel like they have to do something like someone else that they can't do it all, that they can't have it all, that they, um, have to settle for you know food that's in or (laughs) I mean that's a big priority like I can't handle it I mean yeah we all we all have have days that it's crazy and life is crazy and we need something quick but at the same time I mean I still need to eat. I mean, I need a trough attached to me on a, on, on a 24 hour basis. So I'm like, I eat breakfast and I eat second breakfast and then there's lunch. So I kind of live, I'm one of those live to eat kind of people, but I, I don't want anyone to ever feel that they can't do it. I don't ever want anyone to feel that they can't make an incredible dish or have a really beautiful home or go on a fantastic trip with their kids that makes memories, no matter what their budget is. I mean, 
So my big deal is approachability. The, when I have a line at Target that is accessible to every single person, that's that I will be excited about. When I'm having a show that connects people and I go into people's homes and I show them that you don't have to hold back from entertaining just because you haven't accomplished these other projects in your house or just because you don't know how to make um, you know, fabulous party food or just because you don't have this or that criterion that's holding us all back from welcoming people into our lives, into our worlds, into our families, into our friendship circles. I don't want anyone to ever hold them back themselves back. So my why is empowerment in, oh, in loving I mean, the life that you have. It is so clear that your why permeates into every aspect. You, you'd never pigeonhole yourself into any one area that you enjoy um, or that you and that like was something that some, a lot of people told me I should have done. Oh, wow. I'm glad that you didn't was a listen. conversation yeah. that I Wait, has somebody been. Somebody told you to yes. do something. <laughs> <laughs> do you think I listened? <laughs> um, that was something that it, because we live in so much of either you're either HGTV or your food network. I mean, we have a divided lane type of roadmap now and right. gone are the days where, which I'm hoping it will all come back uh, of the Martha Stewart days where we could have one show that tackles so many different aspects. I mean, I right. would hope that I would be an example of a modern day Martha, you know, and, and something that, um, that we can touch on all of the different aspects of your day, of your life, of your entertainment, of, of everything, of enjoyment. And a lot of people said, because it will be hard for me to sell myself and and grow strong if I am not um that I should I should go ahead and put myself in one lane and then expand later once I've gotten successful in one lane and uh, that was I'm glad you've started so hard because... yeah I don't know how I could do that I have to worse I mean I I enjoy turning you know putting one hat on and taking it off and putting another one on in the middle 12 times in the day you know so yeah I don't know. It keeps I, me going. I love going. the way that you described that and that you even said that you enjoy putting one hat and yes. on and taking it off and putting another one on. Um, Cause I think sometimes that might be sometimes or something that's kind of hard for me actually is feeling like, Oh, I've got all, all of these hats. But the minute that you said I enjoy it, I'm like, wait a second. It's okay to enjoy it. Yes. Yeah. It's okay to enjoy it. Kind of. Yeah. I, oh my gosh. I love. Well, I mean, even whether you have a company or not, even if you are, even if you're just a, you know, not just, even if you are a stay at home mom, I would never say just cause I, you know, that's amazing. But I mean, you're putting on different hats all through the day. You're the house manager. You're the finance person. You're raising beautiful children. You might be educating them. You have to switch over to volunteer duties. I mean, there's just all, all of us are oh, putting on different hats. Seriously, we're constantly always were just doing on jury duty. I was just on jury duty. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, and if you're a working family, and if you're, no matter what you do, everybody is always putting on hats. We all, sometimes as moms, you have to put on a hat and be the dad. I mean, I mean, all of us have yeah. to do mm -hmm. different aspects. So it's just normal putting to me to, to be multifaceted and um, have mm -hmm. no limits, you know? So, so I love that. I love that. It. Okay, so Mandy, we're going to kind of switch things up a little bit. Mm -hmm. What is your best piece of marriage advice? 
and Jeff and I, he was in the Navy and we, um, we were trying to get a billet for Charleston and stupidly turned down a billet to go overseas into Europe for him to be stationed in Europe in like Germany. And we turned that down because we were, we were destined. We, we love Charleston. We still do. It's where we hope to retire, but, um, we were trying to get Charleston and instead we got stationed in Corpus Christi, Texas, which excuse anyone who lives in Corpus. Cause I lived there for a long time. It is the bowels of Texas. I mean, it, it is the bottom. <laughs> Tell it like it is, Mandy. Tell it like it, it is. is the, it is so hot and it is windier than Chicago. And there's all, I mean, and no grass can really grow. It's like all the little prickers that you have in the ground. So your poor dog, when you're walking them around is gone, constantly got <laughs> prickers, but, um, yeah, so I, I wish I wish that I had um, taken a station over there so that we could we could travel have traveled more than the other twenty year old stuff as I would I would say take that time before getting married and before starting a whole life to travel as much as you humanly possibly can because no matter how little money you think you have you still have more money than I do taking five people. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> That's true. It's so true. expensive to go on a really cool trip when you're trying to take five. And getting that passports so for children true. is impossible because you both have to be there to make sure that no one is like, you know, running off with anybody without permission. So it's, yeah, yeah. it's just all more well, complicated. And then the last thing, when, when you're traveling with kids, as a side note, I mean, I was blessed to be able to travel growing up, but my parents always wanted to do some really cool things. And all I wanted to do was like, go to the beach. They're like, let's go see a castle. And right. Like, yeah. The beach. Yeah. So they don't want to do all that cool stuff anyway. Well, that's why we wait till when you're 10, you get abducted in our family. You get when you're 10, you get abducted um, in a good way uh, by oh, one parent, <laughs> by one parent goes and snatches the kid. From not like in like a frat house with a, a cover over your head kind of thing, but a gentle ease of waking up. But you don't find you you go in the air, go in the car, and you head to the airport. And you don't know where you're going until you arrive at oh. the airport and you open a magic box. And the magic oh my kidding me. This is for real. You do this. This is for real. You can read about it on the website. Yeah. And we just took oh. Grant. Grant had his 10-year trip because he turned 11 in January. He had his 10-year trip this past September. And so you, you, arrive, you arrive at the airport and you get to open a magic box that has clues for you to figure out where you're going. And it's only one parent and that kid so that you, that kid feels like, especially in a household of multiple children, they, you, know, you never get one-on-one -on -one attention. And right. especially when you're not the first kid that this tradition has started with, you have, you know, the trip is coming. You don't know when or where, and it never oh. happens on your birthday. And it's only, it's sometime during the birth year, uh, your year of being 10. So it's not necessarily right close so to your cool. birthday. It's kind of, which is funny because when we went in to go wake up Grant and I had the big kids up because they're so excited, they know where we're going, but it's been a secret family secret the whole time. And, um, so we're waking him up and we're like, baby, it's time to wake up. And he's like, why I'm on break for school. I don't have to go to school. And I said, no, babe, it's your, it's your trip. And he said, he's like, I, I said, aren't you excited to go? He's like, well, it took you long enough. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it was September and his birthday's in January. He's like, my birthday's oh, back oh, in January. <laughs> he's like, did they forget about me? <laughs> Yeah, so then they get to go and they spend five to six days getting to do all these cool things. Grant was San Diego and we went, um, he went surfing, which he, I don't know, you've seen Grant. He basically, to all your viewers or your listeners, he looks like the guy from Blue Lagoon. He has that yes, curly exactly blonde afro. 
and he, he totally has swagger and game. Like he walks in the room, like owning it. Right. And so he is definitely a California kid and we live in Atlanta. And so, um, when I took him and we, we did all kinds of incredible things, but one-on-one time. And that's when they can hang. That's when they don't that's, need to yeah. nab. They don't need any car seats. They can carry their own, you know, backpack and be responding. They're not like, here, mom, carry this, you know, or I'm tired. I can't walk anymore. They can hang and they're interested in going to go do cool things. And they, you know, you can actually slip in some of those historical stuff. And it's really fun. Oh, I love that idea. Where were you when, yeah, when I was little, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. I stole, okay. I stole that idea from another girlfriend. I mean, that's the best part about having girlfriends and chatting and being best, you know, being girlfriends yeah. with other people is I, I'd stolen it and adapted it from a girlfriend of mine named Lisa. That's she was awesome. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's a great idea. Okay, Mandy, uh, almost last question. What is your favorite quality about yourself? Confidence. Oh, I love that. Well, oh. confidence I I have, can I say three? <laughs> yeah, you, of you course. May. I love my confidence. I love how thorough I am. I, I, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse because I am intensely thorough. There's nothing that hasn't been a thought that I don't fully think out and that I don't fully um, implement and all that kind of stuff. I, I am not one that, that leaves something undone or a hundred percent undone. And then pointing at me and she's going, that's just like you. uh (laughs) And, and, um, and I never lie. Oh, I like that. Because I don't, I don't have a problem with mistakes and I'm never trying to cover my own piney with any of it. See how good I was right there. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't, I, I, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with mistakes because I know I'll make it my, make it right, make it better. So to me, never lighting, lying or being shady or anything like that. It just keeps me so I never have to, I never have to remember what I, or yeah. cover my tracks, yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah, no. I love that. And I think that's why people are drawn to you too, is they too. always know that, you know. There's real behind it. Yes. There you go. Yeah, exactly. They're real. they're real. Okay, last question, Mandy. Where can people find you on your website or Instagram? How yeah. can we find you? So it's sumptuous, which I know is a hard word to spell. I have to spell it out Yeah, could you have picked an easier one? <laughs> I don't know. I tried, but there's nothing as, mm. It's, you're it's true. so meaty. It's such a good word. It's like, and you know, my hands are up in the air and all these men have totally ruined my hand thing. You know, this whole like <laughs> me too thing, all these grabby, <laughs> grabby men have totally ruined my grabby thing of being meaty and delicious. I can't even do it anymore on stage. It's so wrong. But, but, um, I, but I can picture you. You can so, picture yeah. me like being, uh, I mean, just something meaty and juicy and, del- and just sumptuous. I mean, there's just nothing better than that. But um, you're right. And then, which someone called me that tall lady from scrumptious living. And I'm like, no, (laughs) (laughs) that took all the juiciness out of my face. That was horrible. Uh, But sumptuous, sumptuousliving.net. It's not .com. um, It's .net. And then sumptuous living on Facebook and Instagram and all that kind of stuff. And, and I'm very easy to get a hold of. You send me a, we have this thing, especially for, um, a cocktail time, people will send a picture of their bar and they're like, well, man, what do I do? Or if they have a picture of their house, what do I do? You know, do you like this picture of this, you know, this pillow or this pillow? We're, I'm really accessible. So if you send me a, um, 
a DM, which is harder. I got to make sure I'm checking those more often, but a DM or a, um, especially an email through my website, I'll, I will answer you. It'll come straight from me. So lots of fun. Also see you uh, every other Friday on TV in Atlanta on Atlanta and company, or you can actually live stream it at 11 o'clock at 11 alive.com every other Friday. I'll be on tomorrow. And then um, any of those videos get pulled and put on my website too. So we share them on Facebook and share them on my website on the regular as well. So, and um, yeah. And then uh, whenever I'm in a different town, I'm, I'm on TV typically there too, but hopefully soon you'll see me on a network near you. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, everybody who's listening, you think this was fun with this podcast today. Uh, think just, yeah, wait till you can watch her on Netflix. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, 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 that lady who folds clothes won't know what hit her. <laughs> <laughs> a cute little Japanese woman. <laughs> oh, that would be fun to have you two side by side. Oh my God. I would overwhelm her in every way. It would be, plus I'm so big, you know I mean? She's, but she's like 90 pounds wet. Joy. I'm like... Hi, can you hear me? (laughs) So funny. So Uh, funny. Well, thank you guys for having me on your show. Thank you, Mandy. I miss your faces. Oh, well, and I miss yours and your food. Ah, Yes. yes. So we do. Until next time, we'll look forward to it. Thanks, Mandy. Thank you. Y'all have a good afternoon. Okay, bye. You too.